It can be hard to believe, but contemporary worship, in some respects, is not all that contemporary, if you mean it's of the time right now. Contemporary worship's actually been around long enough that it's developed a history. There are three main periods in the 20th century when the term contemporary worship was used. Uh, the first started in the 1920s and went to the early 1940s. Um, that period uh, shouldn't concern us too much. At the time, contemporary worship just meant worship of a particular people of a particular time. And so some of the sources that used the term uh, spoke of the contemporary worship of the ancient Hittites or the contemporary worship of the ancient Israelites. Um, so not a technical sort of sense at all. But the second phase in the late 1960s was really important um, in that it created a sense of um, unmooring of uh, long, deep-seated ways of worshiping. So there was a surge of contemporary worship starting about 1965 and lasting till about the mid-1970s, even perhaps about 1980. Now the big thing about that initial phase of contemporary worship is was the big change was not the music, it was English, the nature of the language itself. Up to the mid-60s, everyone who used English and worshiped used King James English in worship. Whether they were using worship text or they were using um, extemporaneous prayers, they prayed like the King James Bible. But literally, in less than a generation, from the mid-60s to the early 80s, that archaic English was largely lost. And so in that first surge of contemporary worship in the late 60s, that was primarily what was meant. Contemporary worship was worship in current contemporary English. There are other, uh, two other factors there. The music was important. People were doing experimental things with the music, too. Um, and the third thing was just as important was the addressing of current social concerns of the time. And there was great experimentation. Well, that second phase kind of died out by about 1980. And then in the early 90s, by a confluence of several events, um, the growing widespread music of the Jesus people that had risen in the 70s, uh, 70s developments in youth ministry, uh, charismatic and Pentecostal renewal and the rise of the church growth movement. This thing that we now know as contemporary worship in mainline congregations uh, really began to emerge in strength. Uh, my research seems to indicate that the term became widespread around 1993, 1994, um, and quickly spread across a wide range of mainline denominations. Now, what have been some of the changes even in the last 20 years? Believe it or not, there has been quite a bit. Uh, the general sound of the music has tended to shift from a more folk sound to a rock sound. Uh, the very nature of the songs themselves have shifted quite a bit. Uh, the earlier songs tended to be chorus only or verse and chorus or maybe two verses and a chorus. But starting in the late 1990s, especially with the influx of new music from British composers, you started getting a more complex structure of uh, verse, verse, chorus, and bridge. Um, and that's so widespread nowadays, we think that that's been um, just an intrinsic part of contemporary worship from the beginning, but it's actually a fairly new development. Another new development has been the increasing reliance upon technology and the ever-increasing sophistication of the technology. Um, early contemporary worship uh, 
was very kind of grassroots oriented in a way. All you needed was someone with an acoustic guitar. There's a wonderful example, for instance, that the Anaheim Vineyard Congregation didn't rehearse their musicians, didn't project the lyrics, didn't give the lyrics to the congregation, uh, kept a fairly stable repertoire, had no technology involved at all, except a little bit of sound amplification, just a very little bit of sound amplification. Uh, but that church became the mother church of the Vineyard Fellowship. The whole scene has changed radically in the last 20 to 30 years, however, where even medium and increasingly smaller sized churches are becoming very dependent upon the technology uh, that's involved there. Another big change has been in the nature of worship planning itself. It's become much more democratized, and the pastor usually is not the primary planner of a contemporary worship service. Anyway, so that's a brief, quick overview of the history of contemporary worship, and I hope it sparks some discussion uh, with you and with the people that you know. Music